topic together. Wow. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Hannah. And I'm not. No, I'm Katie. <laughs> I've used that joke before, but it's a new year, so it's new to you. <laughs> and this is when One Kiss, kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast that talks about your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on Hallmark, Lifetime, etc. And what we like to do is we like to talk about all of the things that make your birthday like happy and fun and full of sugar, and then all the things that are, make you depressed about your birthday. Um, you shouldn't be depressed about your birthday if you can help it. If, you know, we're getting older. Mm. Yeah, well, that's and like this do. character, my birthday can feel a little depressing because it's right in the middle of holidays, and it can get like, I don't know, just a mess. So, well, that is why we're doing this movie today, is because it was just your birthday. <gasps> so happy birthday, birthday, Katie! Thank you, Hannah, and all of you. Wishing me salutations. Yeah, it was lovely. It was lovely. Um, so today we're going to discuss. A movie uh, that aired on Hallmark Channel January 21st, 2017, and it is called The Birthday Wish. So, this is what Hallmark has to say about this movie. A woman expecting to get engaged on her all-important 30th birthday gets a different surprise after she makes her birthday wish, a glimpse into her future, which doesn't resemble anything she's ever imagined for herself. And it stars Jesse Schramm and Luke McFarlane. Classics. Woohoo! Woohoo! Here we go. Let's talk about what this movie is about. So, what happens? What happens? <laughs> Give it to me. So, commercial director Gwen, played by our fave, or one of them, Jesse Schramm, she has a plan for her future. Uh, since she was 13, there has been a step-by-step -step guide to her life that she's written down, made plans. So, next up is number six, Get Engaged by 30. And it might just be about a week before her 30th birthday, but everyone knows what she wants, including her boyfriend of three years, Alex, played by Marcus Rosner. And she's sure he's going to propose at New Year's, like she's positive even though dave who is a creative director she's working with played by luke mcfarlane is skeptical like he's like i don't think it's gonna happen yeah but at a new year's eve party even after seeing her new ad that she created featuring an engagement ring in a wine glass alex fails to propose it's okay though because he's surely just waiting until her birthday dinner, since he's taking Gwen to this, like, fancy restaurant where everybody gets engaged. Alex sends her multiple gifts at work, which is a bit distracting. But Gwen is still able to work miracles with this bakery commercial shoot that she's doing. Uh, but at dinner, even though she digs through her food like a crazy person, uh, no engagement ring appears. Only a, what we might as well call an Apple Watch ring, which, <laughs> or like an Apple Watch in ring form, something yeah. like that, um, which is very much not Gwen's thing. Uh, so she's disappointed and she goes home early from her own party because, like, everything is ruined. It's her party. She can go if she wants to. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Leslie Gore. Gore. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, yeah. why do I know the first name? But the last name is very, it's like out of reach for me right now. This is why we make a good team on trivia. <laughs> <laughs> So since she left her own party, it means that Gwen is home when Dave stops by with this gigantic birthday cookie. And it is his idea to stick a match in it so Gwen can make a wish. And the wish is to know what her future will bring. Childhood trauma has taught her to fear the unpredictability of life, hence her list. But since that's already fucked, because Alex didn't propose to her and she's not engaged by 30, so she's having a pity party. Wah, wah. When... Gwen wakes the next morning, something is wrong. Her perfect 2020 vision is blurry. Joys of aging, sweetie. Uh -huh. At the optometrist, after some eye drops, Gwen has this vision, I guess we're going to call it, that she's married to Dave, drives a minivan, has three kids and a dog, and has an allergy to macadamia nuts. 
when she, I guess, snaps out of it or, or stops, whatever, she can see normally again. She's got her 2020 vision, uh, but she's confused because she just saw something that seemed so real, but like is basically the antithesis of everything she's ever said she wanted. Um, especially when she arrives at work and there is Dave, which is like, it's like having a sex dream about your coworker, I think. <laughs> um, and he shows her this minivan that they're going to be doing a commercial for the next week. And it's the one from her vision. And he thinks three kids is the perfect number for their commercial and life, and which is like, what? Um, but she knows that wasn't true because she is not allergic to nuts. That is, at least until Dave offers her some macadamia nuts and she breaks out into hives and has to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so because Gwen is an itchy mess at this point, Gwen has to bail on her plans with Alex, who goes on without her. It was like some dinner or something um, for his work. In contrast, Dave stops by with chicken soup. And it turns out her coworker is acting like the better boyfriend, like you do. So Gwen is starting to question her relationship with Alex. When they go out for a fancy date night, um, she and Alex, she tries to bring it up, but Alex wants to put off any discussion that isn't solely about him and his career. So that's getting upsetting. Uh, right. Um, so Gwen and Dave have a dog food commercial to film. Uh Gwen is not happy as she has like a true real fear of dogs. Uh, she confesses as much to Dave, who makes it his mission to basically get her comfortable enough to do the shoot. And his version of this is to put her in a pen and dump puppies all over her, <laughs> which for me, like, please and thank you, <laughs> um, giveth me the, the puppy party. Puppy puddle. <laughs> um, and luckily for Gwen, this doesn't backfire because you can totally see where it would. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. But it doesn't backfire, and you know, this form of immersion therapy like goes okay, and Gwen is able to direct the shoot. Yeah, it's pretty cute. So Gwen is starting to feel that Dave gets her and Alex doesn't. And Dave is the one who is opening up to her. Dave is the one who shares her love of old movies. Dave is the one who she can have weaknesses around and be vulnerable. Alex, on the other hand, is focused on himself and his career. He knows and acknowledges that Gwen wants a proposal but doesn't propose or break things off. He's like, he's like I have a plan. It's going to be fine. It'll happen when it happens. And Alex used to fit into her plans as a 13-year-old from that list, but does he now? Can she change her dreams for the future? Is that even allowed? <laughs> oh, can you imagine if we all had to be who we thought we wanted to be at 13? I still want to be who I want to be at 13, just this time not married to Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. But that, that, that indicates growth, Katie. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> there's there's a lot of like even if you like want your same career, there's a lot of choices that you're like, oh, that was like I thought I wanted to live in like you know this kind of house and mm. well, you know whatever. True. Also, I think and not everyone because they're definitely not those people, but I think think there are a lot of people who are like, I want four children, and then you're like, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> This is anyway. true. Uh, so Alex gets the opportunity to interview for a TV anchor spot in L.A. And while out there, he only calls Gwen to ask her to do things like edit his film reel. And Gwen, wanting to be the perfect girlfriend, agrees to do this, which like I kind of wanted to slap her. <laughs> um, but luckily, her best friend, Mia, comes over and drags Gwen shopping Um and they stop by this pub for lunch, and hey, all the crew from the TV shoots are there, including Dave. And there's trivia, yeah, which is the best. And Gwen, having a photographic memory apparently, is a trivia whiz, and it becomes a two-person competition between Gwen and Dave. Clearly, these two are perfect for each other. 
because like they karaoke trivia is what couples do yes and couples meaning also me and hannah <laughs> i'm just like like i'm like a third appendage on certain parts of your relationship it's fine it's so true i love it <laughs> makes me happy um, at this point, Dave has made it pretty clear that he thinks Gwen should drop Alex like a hot potato and start dating him. Like, almost those words, but maybe without potatoes. Um, but Gwen has recommended Dave as a director on his own commercials, so they are no longer working together so closely. But hey, her next commercial is for this ski resort, and they've hired two crews, hers, and as it turns out, Dave's, so they will be working together again. It's not going to be awkward or anything with all the emotions happening, and it's an it's an emotional threesome that's happening there. You know, like nah, not to mention nah. the romantic like ambiance of this ski resort. <laughs> uh, so that night, staying at the resort because I guess it's a two day shoot. Um, Gwen is at this fire pit when Dave arrives with s'mores ingredients. Gwen is, there's something wrong with her. She's never had a s'more. <laughs> so <laughs> Dave has to teach her how to roast marshmallows. Um, and over this evening, he lets slip that it's his birthday. So Gwen lights a marshmallow on fire so he has something to blow out. And when he does, he makes it very clear that his wish for his birthday was for her. Like, like I wish for Gwen. Hmm. Gwen, torn, isn't sure what to do. She needs to figure out her feelings and the Alex situation. And Alex has just arrived at the resort, unplanned, unprompted. And uninvited. <laughs> yes, that's the third one. Thank you. <laughs> So in the lobby of the resort, Alex has come to inform Gwen that he no longer wants to be an anchorman, but actually wants to play one on TV. He wants to be an actor. And he's gotten a two-line part in a movie, and they're moving to L.A. Gwen, who has been very clear with Alex, is confused. He thinks it's because he hasn't proposed to her yet, so he runs into the resort gift shop and gets this, like, cheap really weird looking ring in order to like get it over with and like have that covered so he puts the ring on Gwen's finger just as Dave rounds the corner and sees the proposal Alex leans in to kiss his quote unquote fiance but Gwen stops him with a slap to the forehead um because she has not accepted this proposal and she's not gonna she knows she doesn't want to marry Alex it it took her a while, but she's figured it out. Uh, but this part is the day is the part that Dave doesn't see because he leaves because he's heartbroken. <laughs> um, he thinks the girl of his dreams has gotten herself engaged to the wrong man. And Gwen tries to contact him, but he's left the shoot and won't answer her calls. Because that's what being a professional is. Yes. <laughs> a baby. So after the shoot is finished, Gwen goes back home to find Dave. She finds him in the dog park with his dog. And she was okay with puppies, but getting close to big dogs is still scary. But she will brave it for Dave. That's what true love is. That is what true love is, is facing your fears of big dogs <laughs> for the man you love. And so she explains to him, after climbing through the sea of dogs, that he didn't see everything the night before, and she is not, in fact, engaged. She's falling in love with him. And so they kiss, and since... One, one kiss, kiss means forever. forever! Her vision of the future is going to come true. And it does. Flash forward one year, Dave proposed to her on her birthday. Flash forward ten years... They still look the same, and there they are with their three kids, and the dog, and the minivan, and they are married in love. Okay. Yeah. Birthday wish. Woohoo! Holler. Okay. So, I have so much to talk about, Katie. I'm so excited. Um... Is there anything that you want to talk about before I jump into my insane list of things? Um, okay. 
so the the biggest one of the biggest things that I that um I have a question about and it would be interesting to talk to you is how the magic in this movie works. Okay, that was also one of my things. So okay. Perfect. Awesome. Wonderful. Um well, I want to just kind of say the, what yeah. were my t- my two things were going. So we mm-hmm. have the birthday wish, which is because of its slow motion, like blowout has some significance. Like she wishes to see her future. Mm-hmm. Then her eyes are weird. She goes to the optometrist, but the optometrist is like this magic man. And is he a magic man? I couldn't decide. I so I wrote him down as one for my hallmark hallmark because he seems to be in the know. Right of, of like of what's happening, and he's not the usual optometrist, and he's like you know everything is with a wink and a smile, but then, and she goes back to have another vision, and it like and she sees it again that there that it just like <laughs> the where the the walls where you test your numbers it yeah, all the says eye Dave chart. the eye chart thank you the eye chart just says Dave 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 and you're like well if that's not a vision enough I don't know what is but then later in the movie she tries to make another wish to like know what to do so to me that's two different sets of magic I completely agree I don't know how the visions work because I don't know if she, they're coming from her birthday wish or the man at the optometrist and I don't know why there needs to be both of those. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know how she's decided that she can blow it. Like, when she wants to see the future again and she's, like, worried and she sticks another match in her half-eaten cookie, um, it works. And I don't know why. I didn't think that one Oh, worked. did it not work? No, because she, she had already – she so she goes back to the optometrist a second time for that eye chart Dave moment. And then later she does the, the match in the cookie and she's waiting around expectantly for something to happen the moments mm. after she blows out the match. And I and that's what got me thinking about this. I'm like, why, why would she then assume that something would happen directly after the birthday wish unless we had some sort of deleted scenes or – different iteration of the script that caused this to happen fair okay yeah I, her understanding of, of the magic feels similar to mine in that it's not there <laughs> <laughs> yeah Aww. it's very it's confusing also like her reasoning of like this is what the future is there's a few things that have to do with clothes like she has a scarf and he has a hat and i kept thinking like you still have this after 10 years like yeah god yeah i lose shit like nobody's business also like my hats don't last that long and also that hat that he was wearing wasn't his it was given to him by her friend a child (laughs) who who i don't understand why her friend was not in that car yeah that was very strange yeah. Very strange. It was like, here, take my children. Goodbye. <laughs> well, my, even not even her children, like her nieces and nephews. Yeah. That was weird. Strange. To know what we're talking about, you can just watch the movie. And yeah. The, it's, a, it's, it's not an important part of the movie, which is why we're not really talking about it. Yeah. Um, so can we talk about time? How does time work, Hannah? How does time work, Katie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Um, there, she, as far as I can tell, you get the impression that each commercial is takes about a week. That's kind of what they say. Yeah, right. They do between the day, so they they they're doing this New Year's one that somehow like they finish on New Year's, but also airs on New Year's question mark question mark question mark. But we're gonna let that go. Yes. Her birthday seems to be. In the first week of January. Let's say January like 5th through 8th. I would say that's correct. Something around there. So on the day of her birthday, my understanding was that was the day she got all the presents from Alex and had her birthday party. And that was when they were doing the bakery shoot. Okay. Then they do dog food, minivan, barbecue, and then they get to this resort. Am I missing yes. any? No, I think that's I think that's right. About right. Okay, yeah. so, so we're like a month later, in theory. But it's still her birthday. 
Or at least the cookie has lasted. The, well, it, right. She's the cook the cookie is still around that she got on on her birthday. I mean, no shame for making a cookie last three weeks. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> like yeah, but does a cookie last three weeks? It does if it's in the fridge. Mm. And maybe you freeze mm. part of it. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um she, you know, she's acting like it's still her birthday and it's birthday and it's birthday and she should be able to make a wish on a, like, you can't make a a birthday wish a month after your birthday. That's not allowed. That's not how wishes work. That's not how birthdays work. I mean, it's still going to be my birthday until New Year's, but that's how my birthday works. Yes, but that would be three days, Katie. That's true. I will give you a week. Thank you. Like, I'm just like, it's your birthday week. Like, fine. That's fine. I, I can't give you a month. Fair. Like, the only people who are allowed to give you a month is, like, a store credit thing where it's, like, if you come in on your birthday month, you get a free coffee or whatever. Yeah. Or the cup that I have that says, it's my birthday month, and I will I have used it all of December, so. Sure. But, but like, you're not really getting – you're not really milking your birthday at that point. No. It's just sort of, like, a thing. Um, whereas, like, this feels, like, be nice to me, it's my birthday – level of it's my birthday so is she just a baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like and then it's his birthday and then, and then I, birthday. I got so upset because i because i i wasn't sure how time worked either and i'm guess and i think at one point it's been like three weeks like they say it's been three weeks or whatever. And then I was like, oh, damn, they're both Capricorns. This is never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's been more than that, maybe there is some hope for them. Yeah. Who knows? So, yeah, it's it, it like genuinely cannot figure it out. Because also she bakes a cake with her mom, she says on her birthday. But that is like three days after the other day that I thought was her actual birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Or maybe she was having a birthday party because it and then, it wasn't the actual birthday. Well, I I thought about that, but then why would you send your girlfriend like seventeen presents at work to be like the most annoying, disruptive thing in the world if it wasn't her actual birthday? I don't know. I just couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. Oh my gosh! And why do we think about them? I because that's her job. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do on this show. Um, okay. Okay. I, I would like to talk about her list because I wrote it down. Yes. I would love to talk about that list. Okay. Um, because her, the, her these are her life goals. See the Northern Lights. Fair. Learn to play the guitar. Okay. Learn French. Okay. Go canoeing. Run a 10K. Yeah. Get engaged by 30. Move to LA with Alex. Direct a big budget film. Move to the beach. Get married. So some of those things are in her control. That's exactly what I thought. Up until get engaged by 30, every single one of those things is exclusively in her control. Yes. I mean, I suppose maybe not Northern Lights because they're a little finicky, but like... You, but you, you can make the attempt to go see them. Yes. Like, you know, like... Right. By they're not... forcing somebody to be engaged to you and then also getting to the point where you are directing a big budget movie. Yeah. Right. It's The first half is all things that you can do you're, you're on your own. The second are... I mean, I suppose you could move to the beach without anybody else. But... um. But also, it's like it's a completely different sort of bucket list thing. I agree completely. Like it's almost like somebody took a bucket list and then put these other things on it for this movie. It's very strange. Also, they they want to get engaged. Like her plan is to get engaged, move to L.A., direct a film, and then I couldn't quite tell is if moving to L.A. was also moving to the beach because L.A. has beaches so i'm not sure separate move i'm i'm curious i mean you're absolutely right unless they have like a beach house and they live inside the city of la not sure 
I mean, you um, could live in like Santa Monica. You're in the city of LA and on the beach. I'm just surprised that she had a get engaged by 30, but get married is not restricted. <laughs> no. Yeah. Also, yeah. And get married is the last thing on her list. Because that's the other thing is that basically her list ends. Well, at- life is over when you get married, Hannah. Yeah, Why do you think I'm dragging so. my feet? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not dragging my feet. Like I, I was like, oh my god, her life. Like at, if she hits my age, she is done. <laughs> I, I totally. just thought that was so strange that she like doesn't have a plan for like post her big budget movie. Like because it, it's only direct a big big budget movie. It's not like become a big budget movie director. Yeah. Let's just say that her life goals are not smart goals. No. You know, time-bound, whatever, relevant, uh, specific. (laughs) Yeah. Her first ones are totally fine. Also, they're they're very, like, you know, learn to play the guitar, learn French. Those are things that, like, take time and effort. Go canoeing? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, what's funny is I... I'm glad you said you you said that one because I thought it said go canyoning and I'm like what's canyoning? That's cool. <laughs> Did she like climb all the canyons? I don't know. <laughs> but I was reading it really fast, so yeah, I'm pretty sure it said be right. Go I canyoning. think I misread it. I'm, um, I mean, it doesn't matter either way. Whatever. Um, okay. Uh, I just want to point out that she seems very into this idea that I find very repulsive, which is having her engagement ring in her food. Right? (laughs) Okay. So let me, let's just talk about this for just a second because so Billy was actually like in the other room and like came out during like the big food search. And he was like, why is she eating her food weird? And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I, and what bugged me the most about this is that that is how she expected him to do it based solely from what I could gather on the fact she directed a commercial earlier that week that he saw for 30 seconds at a busy party. Where he was also flirting with someone else, kind of. Yeah. Um, like, which is never revisited. But, like, why Why is that the expectation at all? Well, why, why is that? I mean, okay, here, here's where I came down on it, which was Alex does kind of seem like the kind of person who would do something that awful, um, like hide, hide a ring in food. Um, that, like, that part didn't seem off to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, first of all, men out there, please don't do this. It's gross. It never like, seems to work out in films anyway. So can right, you imagine like, how it won't work out in real life? Right. Also, um, like, uh, best case scenario, you now have to put a dirty ring on your finger. <laughs> like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't want, like, a, like. Oh, it's covered in chocolate mousse ring on my finger ever. Thank you. No. Um, no. I take my rings off to cook. Thank you. Um, Yes. But, like, he seems confused about what she's doing also, but he knows what she's looking. Like, it's a very confusing, like, who is the stupid one here? (laughs) Like, I'm not, I'm not sure. Is she stupid for looking for it or is he stupid for being confused about what she's doing? Why not both? (laughs) I feel definitely – I mean it's just so apparent that they're not the right couple because they're going through these crazy antics instead of it just being what it is. Yes. That's all I have to say about that. But I have one little like what the fuck that's kind of cute. Okay. Before we go into Hallmark's Hallmark's, or if you have something else that you're going to say. No, I'm pretty good. Um. Just something to look out on and see. Can say what the fuck next if you watch this movie. Um, you out there on the masses. So at the very end of this movie, when the vision that she had is basically coming true, and like you mm-hmm. see what happens there. So they have this really cute last shot where like they come out of the minivan and the kids are playing. Like the boy is like playing with the dog. Um, Gwen and Dave like are kissing in this like cute little way and then their two daughters 
are outside of the minivan and they're just holding each other's hands in like a way where it looks like they're going to be doing like a clapping game, but they don't move. They just stand there as if they think somebody is going to say action and they'll start. Oh, I thought at that point they were playing that game. Do you know the game where you put your hand on top of somebody else and they try to slap your hands? There's no slapping, and it goes on for, I like, s- seconds, like, se- like several right. seconds. But, like, the whole thing is, like, you're surprising the other person, so you might ha- hold still for a while. I'd rewatch it, because if that's what they were trying to do, it would make sense. But these girls do not move. And it's not even, like, they don't even look like they're going to play the game. It, hmm. like, it, it literally looks like they didn't know that they were rolling yet. <laughs> and I'm like, why are they standing there holding okay. their hands like that? Almost like they were praying. It was very strange. Yeah, that's that's very fair. They it was a little. I mean, it's a little strange. I mean, it's definitely strange. It's I would also, go back and watch it, and and now that okay. you've seen it through my eyes, tell me if I'm wrong, which it okay. totally could be. But <laughs> well, we each read it differently, but that doesn't mean that it was bad. That that either one of us is wrong necessarily. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just did want to point out that she she wears this like apple ring the whole goddamn movie and never ever ever uses it i don't understand how you would i well i got it's a joke that, like texts come in on it but like how do you read them like they scroll like a scrolling thing i don't like I a don't, ticker i have no idea it just looked like a, a ring with emblems on it i'm like it's too tiny i think it's supposed to be a joke but well he did i don't think he thought it was a joke I think it's a joke for the movie to yeah. a point. But yeah. Anyway, Hallmark Hallmarks. <laughs> Hallmark Hallmarks. <sighs> I have a lot. Yeah. So why okay. don't you go first? Uh, so my first one is there is a magic not post-Christmas time between Christmas and New Year's. Yes. Like you, you can be working before New Year's. You can be like you have not stressed about christmas it's not happened it's yeah not yeah that it, that happens a lot where when they're talking about like you know oh this was like two weeks ago and you're like yeah like that means before christmas like <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you hypothetically be at your childhood home falling in love with a man in a small town like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, i have that 30 is the end all be all age uh we know boyfriend is bad because secrets must be kept from him Mm. For example, I'm, her wardrobe. Oh yeah, she's she's she can't dress herself. I'm speaking of dresses, even though it is not the normal placement for this, we do have a red dress for the big moment because she's wearing a red dress at the New Year's Eve party where she thinks he's going to propose, and her birthday party, and her birthday. You're right. Um, she changes her personality and likes for her boyfriend. That's true. Um, we have a little bit of a flip where they're not dating right now, but that's Luke McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Dad is dead, so life is hard. Great. Um, a restaurant where everyone gets engaged. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, the You've got a little bit of food on your face moment. Yes. Um, she can eat whatever she wants. Uh, we do have an interrupted, uh, interrupted kiss. Yay. We have s'mores. Uh, to piggyback off your s'mores, s'mores that and someone has never had s'mores before. Oh my god, true. Because that shows up way more than you would think to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, because if you are to enjoy something in one of these movies, one of them have has never been able to have it before. Because the other person has to teach them how they're supposed to enjoy it. Because yes. that's romance. Yes. Um, um, while they're eating these s'mores that she's never had before, they are mistaken as a couple. Uh, we have overseen and misconstrued. Absolutely. Uh, we got some boomer wisdom from her mom. That's exact, that was my next one, too. Yeah. Uh, and one year later. That was my last one, too. One Yay! year later. And then ten years later, which is yeah. not normal, so. Right. right. I guess that's new. Um. Pretty parade. Pretty parade. How did you do a coat count? I did. Okay. Her coat count is 
crazy pants. Yay. Granted, she's at home, so it's a little bit like, okay, she's at least not traveling with as many coats. Mm-hmm. It's eight. Wow. Eight different coats that we see in this movie. Do I have eight coats? I don't think I have eight coats. I, I don't. I definitely do not have, like, of all my various weights of coat, one, two, three, I think I have five total. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, from fall to spring, all weathers. Yeah. Including raincoats. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, well, I don't know. No, but, like, the I, I asked because she had a green coat on at one point that mm-hmm. I thought was amazeballs, and I really wanted it. And then I was like, I don't think I have anything in that like that and I want that coat and then I was like mm-hmm. I didn't and I meant to look out for more coats to see if I could coat count but I never remember so it's always I'm glad that you do it uh, I try to remember I don't know I'm I'm definitely getting worse at it because of like when you watch too many of these your brain turns to mush sure. um she, she also has a, a necklace I don't I don't know if I liked it or not I couldn't decide but she is wearing this necklace that she has in both gold and silver. Oh. It's very strange. Weird. Like, it's the same necklace, but I was like, it used to be gold, and now it's very much silver, and that's very, like, huh. Like, silver goes with this outfit, gold goes with that outfit. I mean, you like what you like, I guess. I guess so. Um, my, I have a couple more pretty parades that are just okay. very fast. Um, sure. The chocolate cake that she makes with her mom looks amazing. So it's like covered in chocolate mousse, and that's to die for. Um, and he draws her a sad macadamia nut, like on a card. And I just thought that was so cute. It was very cute. It said something like, sorry, I hurt you or something. Yeah. He's cute. Um, and I I had, of course, puppies. 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 All right, should we move on to Across the Universe? Let's do it. Do you have any? Um, I do. Okay, because I have some good ones. So the only – I'm going to go first then because if yours are good, mine is not good because it's just across okay. my universe. Go. <laughs> um, so I know when Marcus Rosner says, you know, don't worry, it's going to happen. Um, it'll. You know, don't worry about it. It's supposed to be – like the jerk thing to say, but literally that is what Billy said to me <laughs> a lot before we got engaged. And I'm like, why can't we just be engaged? And he's like, don't worry, it'll happen. Stop stressing about it. <laughs> and I and I so I was having a little bit of a PTSD moment. I was like, whatever. But he was my one kiss means forever. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so I'm gonna start with my less good ones. Uh so Cardi Wong is in this movie. Um, as the assistant to the somebody. Yeah, um, the AD or something. Yeah. Um, and he was also in uh, Road to Christmas with the Jesse Schramm. So they share that. Um, and in Shoe Addicts Christmas, Luke McFarland is a firefighter. And in this movie, his childhood house burned down. Oh. <laughs> and I just thought, huh, that's, you know, he's, he's. That he took this information and put it into his job in another movie. Nice. But the real thing about this movie. Okay. So she lives in the weirdest looking building you've ever seen. Because it's called, I think you would pronounce it Milshan? Yeah. Um, the Milshan shop. And they show the exterior of this a lot. A lot of times. And... So, like, it, like, it's like she lives here. This is where her home is. But also, it does say shop right on the outside of it, which, like, question mark? Does she live in a store? What is happening? She also definitely lives on the ground floor. So it's not like an above us. It's very strange. But this same Milshan shop is used as the coffee shop in all of the All My Heart movies. Oh, my gosh. 
So uh, proof that Hallmark uses like four locations total. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But also, I just thought I should point that out that it's like it's so it's weirdly obvious because how many times do you see Milshan shop? Yeah. You got some new and noteworthies? I have a few. Yay. Um, so my first one is we don't have a meet cute between the main couple. They oh, know each other. That is really, really astute. Well done. Um, I My only new and noteworthy is that they actually are direct about their feelings for each other. I feel at this point mm-hmm. in Hallmarkdom that didn't really happen. That's true. Um, but like he doesn't they don't skirt around the issue of them liking each other. He literally says, Would it be okay if I meant that I wanted you? And yeah. She gets confused. But whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so I had a few a few more. Cool. Um so she's working on when she's working on the reel for Alex, uh and Mia comes over and is like, uh, you have to come out with me and go shopping and stop working on this thing. She actually goes. Like, she doesn't let herself be dictated in, or, or like, roped into being free labor. Yeah. She goes and does the thing that she actually wants to do. Um, granted, I think she still does the free labor, but, um, you know, she, she, does. she doesn't put her life on hold to do all of that. Um, so that was new and worthy. Uh, so is she actually says no at the proposal. Yeah. Because like, I feel like it, they they like let it happen and go a little amount of time and then return the ring as opposed to like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and then 10 years later is also new. We don't that generally get that far out. Truth. Supporting shout-out. Supporting shout-outs can really, in my opinion, only be Bruce and Greg together. Okay. For me. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some fun things. But so Bruce is the AD or whatever we were talking about. And Greg is Cardi Wong. And they have this bit throughout the movie that is so funny. And if so, if you're paying attention to their antics while, like, you know, the romance is going on, they have this whole thing about, like, coffee being had. Um, and at first, the coffee, like, he, Cardi Wong can't get the coffee right. And then Bruce is just hilarious throughout the entire movie. I really love him. And at the end, when they're at the resort, finally, Bruce, like, sniffs the coffee. And he's like, yeah, you got it right. <laughs> so I imagine that they are either, like, that Cardi Wong is his adopted son or they are lovers. It can be oh, one of those okay. two things. All right. Because they're always um, together. They are, yes. Um, 100% cosine. That's also what I said. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't go into the, like, what is their relationship between each other. But I do want to give extra shout outs to Bruce because that character had a life outside of this movie. I'm 100% sure of it. Like, yeah, he just did. There was a backstory that he had that he knew about that. Yeah, absolutely. And it made him a joy to watch. Yeah. And I feel like there needs to be more movies with that where the supporting characters do have that, whether it's the actor doing their own work, which obviously he did. But supporting characters are great when they don't just live in service to the main story. Exactly. Yeah, like I, I, you got the impression that like this man knew other people. Yeah, and like had had other dreams. Like I bet you he has like a wood carving shop in yeah, his backyard. Right. Like, like something <laughs> he he's got he's got a creative expression somewhere. Like yeah, yeah I, I agree. Shout out to Bruce. I forget who plays him, but he's a recognizable Hallmark guy. Yeah, that like is in a lot of things. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. I I kind of rated both kisses. Okay. Um, but they're kind of the same. I don't know. So I gave the first one a 6.75, which I feel is a little high. The only reason I gave it that was because 
it stopped. They cut away before I could even tell if it was good. But I mm-hmm. think the way that they were starting to go probably would have been better. So I'm giving him an, an imaginary 0.75 points. Okay. Um, and kiss number two, I also gave it a six, which I still think is very high, but it seemed fine for the couple. Okay. Um, I'm sort of on the same train as you. I said the first one was a six because um, it was tight-lipped and the lines around it were very dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But very dumb. The second one, I gave them a 6.5, not because I thought it was a better kiss, but it felt like it was a better place and time mm-hmm. kiss because yeah. they've gotten engaged, but they're surrounded by like friends and family and like going too deep would have been like get a room and they didn't do a get a room kind of kiss. Get a room. Um, so I was, I, they, they got points just for like the appropriate kind of kiss for where they were. I also have a bonus kiss. Cute. I gave mom and mom's fiance, who I don't remember if he had a name or not, a seven. On their oh, nice. Oh. Because I thought they had the most passion in their kiss of any kiss in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't even think I clocked it, but that's awesome. <laughs> I love a good like love story between the parents or yeah. having a parent. Like I'm I'm glad that, like mom has finally moved on cuz dad died when she was 13 and now she's 30 fucking one. And it only took mom 20 years. Anyway. So Hannah, yes, Katie, would you recommend that others watch this movie? I've been going back and forth on this question in my head for a while mm-hmm. because I have a lot of problems with it and it doesn't make any sense. I also think this might be my favorite Luke McFarlane movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or, or at least Hallmark movie. Um, I have a lot of problems. We didn't even go into the fact that like there's – it's, it's a bit uncomfortable to watch a movie where she keeps saying no and people are like, but actually, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Like, th- there's a lot of like, we're not listening to you because you don't actually know what you want kind of misogynistic yeah. issues. Um, but, like, there is something sweet about this movie. And I do kind of like it. I totally it, understand. I'm like, I'm so torn about whether, like, I would say, like, watch this movie. It's cute. But also, like, watch this movie, it's cute, but there are a lot of problems, and, like, it's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if it's, like, I mean, this was written by, I'm pretty sure this was written by Julie Sherman Wolf, who, like, you know, is... A- yeah, but, I, you know, I, I think, like, I think that's probably why I'm having trouble with it, because I think it's, I like Julie Sherman Wolf yeah. a lot. Like, I think she does, she writes good movies, I think the issue is the 2017 part of this movie. Interesting. Like, I I yeah. do not think you would write a movie that was this blatantly like, no, I don't want us to do this. And then him being like, but what if we did? I totally, I totally understand that. And, the, and, the, and to Luke McFarlane's credit, like, he never felt skeevy or pushy necessarily to me. No, I agree, like, but it yeah. like it he if he like tiptoed like a little bit further, he would have. Oh, absolutely, because it get you're absolutely right. Like, how many times does a girl have to say, "I'm in a relationship, please stop" before he actually stops? And that's what I have in my notes for right here too. Is I would watch this movie. I think it's cute because I think it's a great role for Jesse Schramm and Luke McFarlane, and the dialogue is fun. There are yeah. some legitimately fun lines, but. This is one of the worst examples of I have a boyfriend that I wanted to marry, but now I'm in someone love with someone else's like like trope. Like Yes. Because generally we lose that boyfriend relatively quickly. Um, either it's in the beginning or like they maybe they're already engaged. I, I don't know. I feel like the way that this played out, it felt the most emotional cheating than I think oh, it, I've it, seen in is, a long this time. This is this feels like she's cheating. Neither she or Alex have expressed any like maybe we don't want to be in this relationship to the other. Yeah. Um, even though they both seem to be feeling that, that's but they're not 
they, they are not communicating. And I'm really done with this, with that, with this trope. Yeah. And I and I know that it's a famous trope and we talk about it and there's millions of movies where like this is the case, but I don't like it in my rom-coms anymore. Like, I think it's more interesting if we're making this into a drama and you're really mm -hmm. talking about like, you know, what monogamy does to a person if they find someone else that they care about or whatever. Like, watch Take This Waltz, which is a beautiful drama. It's not a rom-com, but it explores this gorgeously. However, if I want fluff, I want to see these two people fall in love, like for real, and have it feel right. warm and cub like, and not skeevy. And I know we've talked about that before. Right, right. And like, you get the impression that maybe Luke McFarlane was in love with Jesse Schramm, like, pre this movie starting. He did. He said as soon as he walked on set, he was in love yeah. with her. Like, right. He was like, so, like, he's relatively unskeevy for somebody who's in love with their coworker and their coworker has no idea for a long time. And yet, why is it enchanting? Couldn't tell you. I, I think it's I think it's them, no. and I think it's the dialogue. We're, I think that's why it's fun. Yeah. Also, we're maybe like conditioned to find oh. some things like swoonworthy, nice. even when they're like like if you sit back and like think about them a little bit. You know, like uh, for example, him bringing the cookie. Like you're like, oh, that's really sweet that he like has an inside joke and he brought her a cookie and it's really cute. And I agree with that, but. That does leave out, like, how did he know where she lived? And, like, why was he going to just leave it on the porch? And, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Totally fair. Completely, totally fair. Well, my anyway. birthday wish was to have more podcasts for <laughs> the rest of the year. And I got it. Yay! Yay! So, uh, happy 2022, everybody. Um, hopefully this year doesn't suck fucking balls. Um, so, uh, make sure that you are following us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. One, kiss means forever. Uh, we are going to do as many, if not all, of the Hallmark premieres that we can. Mm -hmm. um, like Saturday and sometimes Sunday nights. Um, yeah. I mean, there's one about, like, butlers. It's coming I'm up. excited about that one. And I know I've said it before. But uh, if you would like to email us on how excited you are about New Year's and new movies and any New Year's resolutions you have to watch all of these things, you can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And that is all spelled out like it is on our logo. And as always, thank you to Flint Pastures for our intro-outro music. His stuff is on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those good places. And we will see you in a couple weeks because we are back to our normal every other week schedule that we do when it's not Christmas. Throughout the year. Throughout the year. Exactly. Yes. Happy New Year, all. Happy New Year. Hope you had lovely holidays. And this past week of back to work didn't make you want to die. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. cut all of this side. yes no it's going in so this is the actual podcast is us talking about how we get deliveries yeah. and it's our uh, it's our other podcast called um that rings a bell oh i like it yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good name <laughs>